You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12K carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1,290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Okay, uh, Jeffrey Herlins, MXGP of Great Britain. Uh, solid day, consistent day. Just a tick off of the leaders and the guys who won, but solid points, consistent day. Obviously, with the weather and everything, it could have gone bad quite quickly. So, all in all, I don't think there's anything to complain about. No, I think it was pretty solid. Um, unfortunately, by speed, I'm a little bit off. Uh, not much. Like I think both motors are on 15 seconds, but it's definitely 15 seconds too much. But uh, I feel we can still improve um, because I had a lot of injuries. You know, I felt like I don't take the risk like I used to do it. Like now, second motor got really slick on a take, and I was like, all right, just just bring it home and and try to take points because I know if you're on every single round, we'll be close end of the year to a championship, hopefully. Um, obviously, was on the podium last weekend, second podium this weekend for third. Um, definitely losing points on Tim and already I think like 15 behind, so that's. Uh, getting more and more but I know that Majora will not be my favorite track but after that my tracks will more or less come like Kegams, Oz, Lommel where I'll normally perform a bit better. Was there anything out there today where you felt the guys like Tim and Tony were gaining on you like anywhere you, you could see them just being a bit better? I think just mainly everywhere they were just everywhere just a little little bit better and I couldn't say that they had a scrub harder or they we're more aggressive or whatsoever. I think just a little bit everywhere. And I, I just came like half a second to a second short every single lap. Um, it's not much, but still too much. If we uh, say 2018 was a 100% Jeffrey Herlins, where do you reckon we're at now? Obviously, you're building, which is good. I think like you don't want to start the season 100%, but where are we at now? Well, I would like to be 100% freaking, <laughs> freaking all year long. But um, I think physically I'm good. You know, we had a good winter or spring or whatever you want to call it like yeah, just year, <laughs> year basically to prepare you know we started riding already like end of october beginning of november and kept riding until until yeah basically the first round so we've been doing a lot of laps and i just feel like that that intensity and uh like i'm not aggressive enough in the beginning because i've just been spinning laps and laps and laps and never been with those fast guys and uh yeah um i think that's what a little bit missing now and not just that, but I haven't raced in 2020 and 2019 that much. I did like 10 or 12 races or whatsoever. So I really feel like, you know, I need to race a lot with those boys again and yeah, be up there with them again every single weekend and then just try to get better. But we should not lose too much, too much points, of course. I feel like it's one of those things where uh, ask Latvia next week, you'll go, you'll win a moto, you'll go 1-1 one, one, and then that will be the, uh, the switch that like, flicks it and then you'll be back like that'll be the thing that in your mind it goes oh and I'm back to normal I <laughs> I hope it goes like that I remember in 2017 I was off the first six runs I was just like I rode horrible I mean the bike was great Tony was winning with that bike at that moment so it was 100% myself and I, I was just so far off finishing 10, 15, 12 and then I went to Valkenswaard a podium next weekend I won and Latvia I went 1-1 and then I just podiumed like so many in a row and even won like this last 
five or six rounds. So I think, yeah, we just need that click. Um, but luckily, I've already been on the podium the first two, and I was not finishing 15 like back then. So um, furthermore, I'm physically fit. Um, definitely, my foot bothers me a little bit, but it's not that that, that really making me ride slower or whatsoever. So uh, it's all right. Um, yeah, we definitely have work to do, and yeah, we just need to get faster, I think. Two more quick things. Uh, two podiums to start the year. That's good. Like, what more can you ask for? Funny, but <laughs> I'm trying to be positive here. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, though, because everyone, your whole career, oh, Jeffrey needs to be consistent. Jeffrey needs to just take podiums. And then you do it, and everyone goes, well, why isn't he winning? What's he doing? Yeah, and, and actually, that's why I try to uh, prevent this year. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Like, I was, even this, this time I was a bit lucky with the podium that, that Tim passed Faber on the last lap. But there's no luck in, in the motorsport because I was like three or four years leading the championship and then I got injured and didn't win the championship so then it would, I would all say hey those guys won the championship with luck so I think things like that it's happening in the sport and um, yeah people are saying like hey why aren't you winning I'm like hey I'm happy I'm you know <laughs> my food is terrible <laughs> well it was terrible after the accident and then you know I was almost eating milkshakes for the rest of my life after Fienza last year so I was like I'm I'm happy to the podium for now and when I feel like I'm ready to start winning I'll try to get you know put that extra risk in there but for now i just feel i'm a little bit off nothing to do with the bike or whatsoever the bike is absolutely great it's fast it's pulling good stars so it's just uh yeah me myself and i we need to improve a bit last thing uh, completely random question i literally thought of this in like february and i was like interesting one to ask you um 2018 you were amazing but you also pretty much killed yourself to get to that level like yeah. you looked like you were dying yeah you weren't very happy if I said to you right now, you can go through all of that again and get back to that ridiculously high level, which no one ever may get to again, would you do it? Or would you rather just be a, like a tiny, like 1% off of that and a bit more comfortable and happy? Well, I enjoy life more now. At that time, I was just like, I had a plan, like, okay, wake up. And then I was measuring my food and I was training. If I knew, like, hey, this guy, like, even if it would be like a 15 place guy, he rode four times this week. Oh, man, I got to make a five. And then just, I had to do everything super extreme. And... But yeah, like, I didn't wait so much anymore because we were just training, training, training. And I was like, some days were like, I was so super tired. But yeah, that year I, I, I killed the competition though. Um, but I feel like those years, you can do a few of them. But you can do like, like Tony do, like 18 years yeah. of racing is difficult. And I'm already doing 12 years, I think, 11, 12 now since 2010. So We're I'm, both getting old. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a few years for me also. And I, I enjoy it more. Like now I really enjoy being here and... I enjoy going home and like instead of already putting on intervals in the Monday morning, I would just like take a little spin and, and go a little cycle and yeah, I enjoy it a bit more. And I think with doing that, okay, maybe the results are a bit less for now, but I think the enjoyment for a full career will will get better and you might be being able to do it for more years. But, uh, you know, end of all, you know, I, I, I get hired to actually win races, but, you know, um, so a podium for now is good, but we should definitely, definitely improve and and, and become better, you know. I'm on a great team, on a great bike, so the bike's capable of winning, so it's just me, for the moment, letting letting down. Uh, Jeremy Sewer, MXGP of Great Britain. Uh, just like Russia, really. Another solid day, solid points, right around the top five. Just consistent, nice start to the season. Well, actually, Russia, it sounds like you almost killed yourself like 17 times, but still, results are the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in Russia, like you said, I had uh, quite a tough uh, crash or two crashes. And now I did the same without any mistake, actually, you know, I just solid, no mistakes, no moments, even during the motor and stuff, so 
that's the positives but uh, you know I'm still trying to recover and get back to my normal level I'm still not my usual self as a cause of that we still struggle with some bike setups and uh, try to catch up you know but uh, the second motor was definitely better I mean I stayed behind Jeffrey all the time I catched him actually I closed the gap okay I couldn't pass him or anything but yeah around the top five solid you know that's uh, that's not too bad to start a season i mean last year my second gp was a disaster i scored seven points in falcon Swart, so i'm already better than that comparing to last season you know but still i you know i try to get better every weekend now i get closer you know improve i still feel i'm not on my level there's loads to change but of course i'm not like satisfied at all with a eight and a fifth you know but uh, that's mxgp i mean i'm battling with guys like yeah, Herlings, Prado, Geyser, Caroli, Fevre, you know, they're all, yeah, we're champions, you know, so it's not going to be just like easy to beat them, but we will work on it and I think we will get there. You say you want to get back to 100%. Where would you say you are at the moment? Like 80, 90? I think 90, like some 10% are missing, just the sharpness, you know. I mean, I, I could do two motos, you know, solid, ride, lap after lap, you know, but... I can't really put that effort in to do some sprints or like just that intensity, which is normal from what I had and stuff. But I'm really like confident it will get better. And I mean, I know myself. I mean, we have two chippies done now, and the season will be long. We're gonna race till December, which is gonna be a marathon, you know. So that's where you have to be fit still. It's kind of similar to 2019, like there. Well, much worse, obviously. But you came into that season behind a little bit. Took you a while. And then by the end of the season, everyone else who came in at 100% was gone and it worked out. Like, this isn't, I just said the same to Jeffrey. Starting at 90, like, okay, it doesn't, you kind of feel a bit shit, but it's not a bad place to be because in five rounds' time, we could be laughing about how this was amazing. Exactly. I mean, that's the point, you know. Um, you have to build it up because when you are now on your top, top level, there is no way to go up. You will only go down. That's just logical. You cannot no nobody no human being can stay on that level on i don't know five six yeah. months it's just impossible and to to build it up and to get there in the right moment is just a smarter way to do you know so i hope it works out i mean you cannot predict you our sport stays like you know like yeah track changes weather changes setup start is a lot involved luck not luck injuries crashes but uh, that's just how it's been the last few years and i hope it will be the same this year uh, speaking of tracks was there anywhere out there where you kind of felt like you were losing to the guys in front or was it just kind of the whole lap you were just a tick off i think uh, in the first motor i had some spots i was really really losing uh, i did some bike changes and in the second motor it's just like everywhere a bit i mean i had some points i was actually a lot better than jeffrey on some other corners he was a bit better but that's always the case this corner fits your riding style the next one maybe he's a bit more you know but overall it's just you know everywhere a bit of sharpness and that's it you know well i was actually going to ask that but i thought you'd tell me that i'm dumb watching the first moto there were spots where i was like okay it looks like he's really fighting the bike so you did make changes between motos because it, like there were spots where you were just struggling a little i did i was I fighting the bike i i was fighting you don't like other media people do we no 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 <laughs> this guy fuck him no fuck everyone like, just fuck everyone fuck all of them why i do that i mean come on i mean you have a cool monster jacket but that's about We're teammates it, you know? yeah <laughs> no you know like you say first motor i had a struggle i was just then i settled down i said okay i let them go i tried to find my flow find my you know my 
speed and see some lines and just let them do and then maybe come back in the last few laps because I could recover a bit but that wasn't the case I was fighting the bike I couldn't do what I want but we made some good changes second moto the right ones and it was a lot better are you allowed to tell me what the changes were like suspension engine or just general little uh, clickers yeah we put it the rear shock actually on the left front you know and I don't, okay you know what fuck you as well <laughs> <laughs> no we made some fork changes you know we made them uh, what did we make? I don't know. You know, I'm such a dumbass, as you know. Yeah, you are. You, know. you are one of the dumbest riders out here. Exactly. I think everyone knows that. Exactly. They just tell me here is the throttle and go. You know, so that's all I know. Um, last thing, this track's amazing. It looks amazing. You pull up and you're like, wow. Uh, obviously, really fun to ride. I feel like the dirty little secret of the place, though, is a lot of years. It's quite hard to make a difference and make up time on guys because it is so flowy that. There's no real slow sections where you can like kind of just make the difference. Uh, agree? Yeah, I agree. Especially this year, we were unlucky with the weather situation. I mean, they did an amazing job with the track, considering what happened, because they just kept it really hard and dry to be sure when it rains that we don't water rip and it rains. So then it would be a full disaster. They, they kept it this way in case of, yeah. but in the end it didn't rain, so the track wasn't at its best, at its best, which is normal, you know, but they did a good job. That's just unlucky weather situation. It wasn't naturally like we used to know it with all the ruts and technical section where you could make the difference a little more. But you know, it's for all the same. So it was still one of, I think one of the most, uh, ama- one of the, um, I don't know how to call it. It's, it's just amazing here. You know, naturally the track, it's the chumps, the flow, the, the the waves, the quad. It's just fucking cool. Better than Russia or? Uh, have close I, mean, I know it's a hard question it's really close it's really close <laughs> yeah, Paul Jonas MXGP of Great Britain another strong weekend I think for you obviously look you hadn't raced in a year it would have been understandable if you'd come out this year had a bit of a slow start and just gotten back into the swing of things but you've been really good I feel like we're finally seeing the pulls that we should have been seeing all along on a 450 yeah you know also I've told already before that I'm feeling really really good on the bike and uh I feel more or less like in my 250 days, you know, I can do more or less what I want with a bike. And, uh, you know, standing construct gas gas, they build a really good engine, a really good bike. We have good setup and, uh, you know, I'm happy with the bike and also the racing so far has been pretty good. It's been, okay, bad luck in Russia, first moto, but overall pretty consistent. I have a third place and two sixth places here. And, uh, you know, just uh, the bike is really good, but I need to sort out myself a little bit of starts because... You know, it's so tough in this class with a bad start, like second moto, I came from the back to sixth place and, you know, it's tough to get further because there's so strong guys ahead and, uh, yeah, I just need to sort out a few small things and then I think we will be able to fight for a podium. Are you surprising yourself? Obviously, like the moto podium in Russia, obviously you knew you could get there maybe six rounds in, but did you expect to be this good so early on? No, actually not, you know, like, I knew that I was good, I felt good, I was strong and, uh, we had really good off season, so coming into season, I didn't expect nothing really. So just wanted to build up slowly, step by step, and then uh, see what's going to happen to be strong in the middle of the season. But it's nice to start uh, season already pretty strong and in this way. I'm going to guess that the good thing here is, obviously, the more races you get under your belt, you're only going to get better. Like, this isn't the best Paul's Jonas. There's more to come. Yeah, obviously, for sure. Whereas, like, now, also, I felt so much better than Russia, actually, on a bike. Because... <laughs> First race, always the, you know, adrenaline, the stress, just a little bit nervous. So uh, now I felt really good, especially like second moto. 
when I passed Prado, I was riding okay. I was riding alone after, but I felt really good. So just uh, like I said, need to sort out the starts, and then I think we'll be able to fight for front positions more. What is it about uh, standing construct and gas 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 that's made you feel like more comfortable? Because even before they were gas gas, every rider who's gone to standing construct has loved it and said like it's the best place to be to get the results that you need and be just to be like happy and comfortable. Yeah, because. You know the team is really professional but they're so easy going you know like they uh, let me do what I want uh, they supply with the best material and they're supporting with everything what I want to do so it's really important for me because uh, I think I'm not a rookie anymore overall so I know what I what I need to do to be at the top and those guys understand that so they're supporting me 100% and uh, that's I think what brings brings the result because uh, there is no stress, we just come to the races, do our best, enjoy racing, and uh, that brings the results, I think. And uh, last thing, what did you think of the track this weekend? Obviously, they were expecting rain, so they didn't rip it as much. Uh, they mixed some wood chip into the soil. It was obviously a bit harder, a bit faster, but uh, what do you think? I was surprised how hard it was. We went, uh, all the GP guys who are in Belgium, Holland, went Wednesday to Lely, started to have some ruts, and it was so deep, we said, oh, that's good for England, but yeah, we come here. And it's more like a French track. It's like hard and slick and slippery. But overall, it wasn't bad. Just the speed was so high and was quite tough to pass because the one line was the fastest one and it didn't really come that bumpy like it comes usually. So, uh, yeah, but when you check the weather forecast already this morning, I was like, okay, I need to prepare the roll-offs and uh, be ready for the rain. But, you know, now we I think we got really lucky with the weather and the track overall was really good. It's just needed to rip it a little bit deeper and then it would be perfect uh, one more quick thing about the track everyone loves this track it looks amazing it is amazing i feel like the one little like dirty secret about it is, though is it's so fast and it's so flowy but it is hard to make a difference and make up time on guys and make passes yeah for sure everyone loves this track but i think when it's ripped deep and there comes like deep ruts and deep lines then it's easier to pass because then you make more mistakes but now it was just like mostly berms yeah. and just slick and in, in inside so it was tough to make a difference for sure I think in some way it's not bad because you can kind of like a switch up the lines you don't need to follow all the time but still one of the lines was just faster than uh, than the rest you know so when you were more or less the same speed it was tough to make uh, make a pass but I think overall it's good for racing you know and uh, this place is amazing like you said when you come here you see it's everywhere it's perfect grass around and uh, the fans are amazing over here also so it's nice to race in uh, in england ben watson mxgp of great britain obviously russia was tough so coming into here rebound was important and i feel like you did just that a consistent day steady day just off of that like elite group of guys like okay first moment you had lupino and someone else in front of you and then from there it was just the elite gp winners so i feel like you're kind of you're nestled in a good place now and this is kind of a solid base to build off of going forward yeah obviously russia was like a proper disaster of a day i mean honestly when i'm leaving here now i feel like right good i've done my first gp now then we you know i know where i'm at we can build from here like i just went there and was so i don't know something was just blocked in my head like i couldn't be free in my riding it was just riding around in like safety mode just trying not to crash and yet i still had like three big crashes so it was just one of them things one of them days where you know you wanted it to end and if you're feeling like that obviously it's not going to go well you're not going to be on a good level so especially in, in the mhgp class this season but 
No, today was real, yeah, nice. I mean, to come here at Matley, okay, the track was like a road race circuit. It was so strange, um, but the same for everybody. So that's just one of them them things. But no, to come away with, obviously, an 11th, the 10th, 9th overall, it's definitely a solid start. It's something we can work on, build, and, you know, find where I need to improve because although, <clears throat> you know, the guys were not that far ahead of me, um, to find that one, two seconds, let's say, it's uh, it's not easy. So, I mean, I was not really enjoying the track. It was too simple for me. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to getting in the sand or some, like, a bumpy track with some big ruts and stuff. Just something technical, you know, to slow it all down because in this situation where you just have to blindfold yourself and just hold it wide open, it's just not my style. And, yeah, like qualifying today was was awful I was <laughs> just too steady too careful cautious let's say uh, we actually probably should talk about that qualifying it's just not really your thing is it lap time wise like this may be a pattern going forward which obviously you need to get it a bit better for gate pick and then get a good start but uh, time qualifying like you'd much rather go back to the race because you are a racer there's guys who are just like that yeah and obviously if I could choose I'd want to be a racer like if I could switch it around I wouldn't <clears throat> but um, it is really my biggest weakness because okay today like the start it was quite important to get on the inside but not that bad but you know we're going to Latvia soon and we're going to a few races where you know if you're not there on the inside it's impossible to get a good start so I need to fix it it's no question about it but you know I'm, it's not that I don't know what I need to do I just need to take more risk, it's simple. And, uh, you know, sometimes when the track is a little bit technical and the pace is a little bit slower, you know, you need to pick and choose your lines and stuff, then it's not so bad. I mean, there was a few times last year where I was top 10. <laughs> but, uh, no, um, I mean, even when I won the GP, like Arco, I think I was... 14th, I think. 14th in qualifying, so... I mean, it means nothing, but for gate pick, it's, it's so important, especially this year and last year. Like, the starts were crucial, so I do, yeah, need to work big time on that. Obviously, you felt a lot better on the bike today than you did in uh, Russia, but did you still feel like the practice track then today, or do you still feel like there's more to give, like, compared to where you are in training at the moment? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's way more to give. When I, when I look at this track and I look at the conditions... Yeah, it's just not my style. It's not what I've grown up with. You see guys like Fevre strong because, you know, they've grown up in France on them slick, hard, slippy yeah. tracks. And normally we come here and it's like big, deep technical ruts everywhere and bumpy and, you know, the speed is quite slow, even though it's, you know, a big open track. And now today, you, the, the bottom of the ground underneath is so hard. It's just like polished. In that last race when we was getting a bit of rain, you can literally see like all the tire marks yeah. on the takeoffs and on the landings and stuff because it's just pure spin. Like <laughs> there's no way a rut's gonna develop in them conditions. But um, no, like I said, it was the same for everyone. And uh, people obviously excel in these conditions better than others. And for me, yeah, I would have wanted it more technical. Uh, do you believe that there's wood chip on a track now, or are you still just like not convinced that ever happened? I mean, you can see spots like down pit lane, um, there is bits of wood chip, but normally if you mix wood chip in with the dirt, it should get softer. Yeah. But now today it's just 
done complete opposite. It's like, you know, solid underneath. So I, I don't know. I'm struggling to work that one out myself still. <laughs> I mean, the roost was horrendous today. Like, so painful. But I don't know if that's bits of wood chip or what. I'll tell you what. Uh, this is another question I had today. Obviously, starts have been... Uh, a thing for you in your career you figured them out at the end of the MX2 days finally obviously we d- I didn't know what sort of starter you'd be on a 450 like if it would carry on from the end of last year today I thought you were going to whole shot the first moto from outside the box like so that's also encouraging because if you were closest to the inside I think you might have come out first sir. yeah no my starts have been pretty good um, like we explained earlier about the qualifying it was the re- this is the reason I mean I was really far wide I was 20, gate 24, because they blocked a few off from the inside. And then to come out, you know, just outside the top 10 both times was pretty good. It meant I had decent starts. So, no, no, they were good. Just my position. It's just my position. There's no other explanation. I mean, I'm too wide because I'm a qualifying, so we know that's what I need to work on. But no, I mean, I don't know if it's technique or what, but... Obviously, when I got on the 450, I had to learn it all over again. Um, you can't just sit on the thing and dump the clutch. Um, yeah, it's been pretty good so far, but uh, obviously I haven't took a whole shot yet, so something needs working on. Uh, I could ask a million questions, but I'll end on this one. Um, obviously, you got in the mix today. Is there something you learned or so- something that you're taking from today where you're going away and you're like, okay, I need to work on that one thing? Like. Is there any kind of like eureka moment from today where you've kind of figured something out that could just do with a little fix? Qualifying's a disaster. It needs sorting ASAP. Um, but with the racing, I mean, for me, I'm a little bit too slow to get past guys. Um, sometimes I, I can come to them and, and then I'll sit behind them for a few laps before trying to make a pass. And actually today, like in the beginning of the second one, I passed... Um, Lupino on the outs I stuffed him off the track and then he just cut the corner and decided to come on back in front of me really so. wait I need to check if that's, that might be a penalty I'll, I'll, I'll sort that out <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry I don't know if he finished ahead of you in Moto 2 but we'll get enough no position. he didn't I, I passed him straight back in the next damn right you did but still like if you if you take someone off the track you can't just cut the next corner and come back on in front of them I mean, leave that with me he was obviously pissed off because I stuffed him but still yeah it's motocross and then uh, I came through a couple of corners later I was on the same lap and I got Jacoby down the bottom and he's sent it up my inside a few times too many so no it was nice to get him and yeah get past some guys like fairly quick Um, but otherwise obviously everything in this class is new for me i'm learning all the time like the guys the riding styles that are around me you know the intensity in the beginning of the races for me in the beginning of the races last year was more difficult like the mx2 guys were let's say a little bit more stupid just you know balls out whereas now the guys are a little bit more smart like they're not just launching jumps on the first lap and um this i like better but obviously this feels like my first race so you know, as we go through the next couple of races, I'm going to figure things out, you know, all the time. So we'll keep working, keep building, and, yeah, just try to go in a good direction. Uh, I'll do one more, like, first interview of the year, so we'll make it special. Uh, obviously, you're on a 450 now. You were one of the bigger guys for a 250, especially compared to the guys you were racing against. Health-wise, how much, like, happier are you now that maybe you don't have to kill yourself to be close to optimum weight for a 250? 
Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I haven't changed anything now since being on a 250 to a 450 in that way because I was I was always... I didn't focus too much on my weight because yeah. I wanted to, you know, still feel good. Yeah. I'm not going to make myself, you know, to skin and bone just because I need to be skinny. I'll just die in the races and stuff. So, obviously, I, I kept my eye on everything and kept myself to the limit, let's say, but... Um, no, I'm still doing that now. Obviously, it's good to be as light as you can, even if you're with the 450. But overall, yeah, my my goal in that kind of area is just to feel good. Yeah. And uh, if I feel good, then, yeah. I mean, I'm not like... I'm quite naturally skinny, yeah, let's yeah. say. So it's not um, really one of my biggest worries there. I just try to feel good. Uh, Sean Simpson, uh, MXGP of Great Britain. Don't really care about that. We're going to go back a couple of months. All right, so start of the season, you were obviously struggling. Then something clicked around Canada Heights time. Uh, I heard you were messing around with forks. You stuck stock forks on there. Um, so what was the, what was the journey like? Because like, the, the uh, switch flicked and you were suddenly like ridiculously good compared. So it obviously wasn't something minor. So like, what took us to where we are now? I'm actually still waiting for a second flick of the switch, <laughs> to be totally honest. Um, I don't know what it was. I just I kind of felt great all winter. We went back to some settings that I was playing about with in the end of 16 uh, when I was on Steve Turner's uh, KTM. I really felt at home on that bike. I felt really, really uh, comfortable. And we thought, let's go back to there and see where we get on. And, and I like, was riding at home, felt really good. It came at the first round of the British Championship and just felt terrible. And what we decided was all the tracks I'd been riding on at home just weren't as rough as race tracks. And the bumps at practice tracks in Scotland aren't the same as you ride at a British Championship event. <laughs> That can then be taken on to GP level as well, whereby the bumps are just bigger, you know, spaces between them are, are bigger, and we were out at Lommel, things weren't working, we were scratching our head. We went back to what I had last year. I just got into a right mess to the point where we were at Fat Cats for the MX Nationals, and I did go back to completely stock yeah. forks, and they felt pretty good. <laughs> so even from there, I still feel like we've been scratching around a bit. We, we went to Russia. It felt terrible there on the hills, um, you know, Scotland's got plenty of hills, but not many tracks with hills on it. So I've been spending a lot of time there because of COVID and family. And, you know, we just even went to France and tried to do some training there. But just things haven't been that easy to kind of get going. And it's kind of at the point now where I'm kind of going to have to race myself into yeah. it. But we're still looking for some, some magic. We're still looking for some feel-good, kind of really nice comfortable pace on the bike and I just feel like I haven't had that in the British Championship qualifying sessions I certainly haven't had it in the GP qualifying sessions and and that's killing me off the start which then you know everyone knows now you need a good start or at least put yourself in a position so there was a point around Canada Heights time where we got something a base a new baseline and that's kind of where I'm still working off of now uh, but we need to make another step. There's no doubt in my mind that I need to, to try and get some more comfort on the bike and, and just feel like we can kind of turn it on a little bit more because the guys in front aren't that far in front of us. They're just, you know, it's like, it's hard to say, you know, on a two-minute, 20 lap yeah. time, it's only fractions. You know, we're looking for half a second a lap or, or a second a lap over the moto. So it's not that far away, but it feels, feels like we've been trying a lot, putting a lot of time in off of the off of the bike and I just kind of want to get to the point now where we're happy with it and I, I crack on but it's going to be another couple of weeks.
Uh, obviously, the British Championship results to begin with weren't good. Uh, I was looking at them, being honest. I was looking at them going like, oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Were you at panic stage or were you like, look, I know this is so far off that there's got to be something better there? Or were you? did you start like questioning yourself? Yeah, well, I come in thinking I was going to be a, a title contender and I, I was genuinely disappointed that I never won a moto at uh, Cullum. Um, I thought Ling could be a lot better. It's well off the pace there. And, you know, I do a lot of winning around Canada Heights normally and it looked like I probably should have won that weekend um, or at least sneaked a moto in, but I never. And starts weren't great. Um, it's just a, a struggle to kind of compute how far we were off. Uh, British Championship level is good. But don't forget, I was on the couch for over three months with a broken back last year. Maybe that's just taken its toll on getting me back to full fitness. Um, you know, yourself, you know, riders can train as much as they want in the gym on practice tracks, but when it comes down to racing, it's really important to, to get back into race shape. So we've had four rounds of the British Championship, two GPs. It feels like we've still got a lot of racing to go. Um, unfortunately, haven't got out to the best start in either of the championships, but I'm definitely not one for giving up. Are we at the point now where the search for excellence, because you were committed to excellence like myself, are we at the point where the search for excellence takes away from your training and like you're not doing motos at the moment because you're tinkering and then that in itself is a setback? Like, Are we at that point or are you able to kind of just hammer out motos? No, I'm definitely scratching around looking for, looking for the magic setting. Um, you know, I've been working on the bikes. We had a bike stolen last week, so we had to build something out of nothing this week to get a spare bike together. So it's been it's been a tough couple of months, probably, um, since the British Championship started. But like I say, there's a lot a lot still to do, and and you know, I've never been one for kind of throwing the towel in at any stage. 29 points back in the British Championship, still achievable. You know, I've I've led the championship with more than that at halfway point, and and still lost the championship. So. Um, you know, Tommy's been riding well. Harry Kulas has been riding good as well. Adam Sterry's kind of slightly hit or a miss, a little bit like myself. But, you know, there's still still all to play for. And in the GPs, I just kind of want to get to the point where, you know, I'm in the top 12, top 15 every week and, and then start sort of pushing after round five or six, hopefully when we've got the set up right. And, and you know, just try and, you know, impress myself. Uh, a lot of talk about suspension forks. Is it just that, or are we tinkering with engine characteristics? Wow, that's hard. Uh, are we tinkering with all of that stuff as well, or is it really focused on suspension? It seems to just be suspension and you know handling chassis. I don't know exactly what it is, but I just kind of feel like one week to the next, it's, we're making a lot of changes, and it should just be you know base setting, a few clicks here, fork position, and away you go. But seems to be kind of setting up for each individual track and you know the one day format the British Championship and the GPs now doesn't get a lot of time to get set up and it's been a few instances where I've actually felt really great in the last few laps of the second moto and that's just not soon enough. Uh, two more quick things this is kind of positive in a way because or encouraging I guess you could say because there are answers to be found if we if I was stood here interviewing you and you were like yeah this is my all like i yeah, I'd love to tell you that I've got this here or this there, but I've got nothing. It would be a very different interview. But like you've been in situations throughout your career where you know there's nothing or you know there's something out there. Like that's, That must be exciting for you as an intelligent racer to like know that there's something to find. I think exciting is probably the wrong word. It's more well, frus- I'm maybe too positive. Fr- frustrating, <laughs> you know, because I kind of feel like we've been working hard enough now to, to actually find it. But um it's like I say, I'm not one to give up. I'm not going to say, yeah, let's just you know stay on this base for the next few weeks, try and get my motos in, try and get my fitness up a bit, take it easy. 
I'm not going to stop until I find it. And if that takes me another four, five, six races, then that's what it takes. But I feel comfortable. I just don't feel comfortable enough. And I don't feel comfortable enough to push the pace that I need to. And I see guys in front of me pushing on, you know, and I just think, I can't do that yet. But it'll come. I really I really think that, you know, give us another, another few, another month, and I think we'll be on it. Uh, I could go for hours, but we'll do one more. Uh, I guess I should talk about Matt Lee because we're here. Uh, it's just crazy. You need a start, otherwise anyone, anyone out there, everyone needs a start, otherwise you're screwed. And like you can be battling in 25th and be surrounded by GP winners, and then the next week you can be battling with the same guys and be 11th. Like, have you ever seen anything like this? No, and I must admit that you know Russia was much of the same, even though the conditions were quite a bit different. Um, the the pace today was really hot. I mean, I battled all race with Van Horbeek in the first one for 15th, 16th, and he was 8th in the second one, and I was 25th. And I felt like I was charging just as hard with Monticelli and Alvin Osland, AJ, and you know, and you just think, how can this be possible? It's, it's just insane. But like I said earlier, 26th off the start is not going to get me, you know, in qualifying, it's not going to get me any, any good starts, especially around the first corner like this. But, um, you know, there's just there's things to be improved. Um, the guys at the front are still able to get out and do the business. You know, i.e., Jeremy Sewer. You know, Geyser, Herlings, Corolli, Prado. You know, those guys are still there. So, I mean, there's no excuses from my standpoint. If I want to be 12th, I need to put my position. I need to put myself in a position to be 12th, and it's as simple as that. Um, and right now, I'm putting myself in a position sometimes and not other times, and that's why I'm either 15th or 25th. So frustrating day today I would have liked some points in the second one I mean going home with points is, is a good thing for me at the moment so uh, yeah no points in the second one was a, a bit of a disaster but hey ho the British GP can can bring it or it can be a stress and I kind of feel like this weekend was a, a bit of the latter it was kind of a bit of a stress event it was kind of it's a good one to get get over I didn't really enjoy the track so there was more more negatives probably than positives this weekend but no doubt on the way home I'll find a few more positives and, and try and work on those into next week for Majora, another track that I quite enjoy. Uh, let's do one more thing, one more. Um, <laughs> obviously you're later on in your career now, you're in that category. Are events like this a little more like emotional for you? Because are you like at a point where you're sort of like taking it all in a bit more? Or is it feel no different? Like, I don't know. I just thought that about guys today. I was like, just like, because obviously some people maybe the mx2 riders don't really realize what they've got and you maybe you do i don't know it is strange good question it's not what i do it's not something i actually thought about you know it it just becomes the norm it does feel different now because i've done so many of them this is my 18th british gp so it's it's one of those where it's just a race and i think if you start thinking too much about that you're not focusing on what you're doing so I just try and take every weekend as it is, try and not focus too much on the crowd or the atmosphere or, or what's going on. Just race the guy in front of you, try and do the business, try and get off the track safe. You know, I've got these guys to think about now as well, so that's always at the back of my mind, which, you know, maybe at some point that is holding me up, but, you know, maybe it's not. So as long as I still feel competitive and, and you know, enjoy it, then uh, I'm, I'll be out there giving it 100%. But, you know, here's hoping that I've got another couple of British GPs in me yet. Okay, uh, Dirk Grubel, MXGP of Great Britain. Uh, let's start with the big news. We kind of got to go there first. Uh, Tom, so there were rumours this week that it had a practice crash. Now that I've come here and talked to people, it sounds like it was the most horrific practice crash ever. And the fact that he's only got a fracture in his hand is actually, <laughs> crazy to say, quite a good thing. No, it's, 
when we got the news and I mean I have not seen anything because there's not real footage of it but uh, just speaking with other riders they say we couldn't ride afterwards anymore they've been more shocked than even Tom and whoever must be huge impact and yeah for that impact he's lucky like like you say there's just like some micro fractures uh, luckily nothing major broken but it caused him a lot of deal of pain and we, we said we'd try but with that many jumps uh, it was just too much and he couldn't hold on and we, we said better we call it off today hopefully he can come back in Majora but we need to revise it during the week so he, goes. He, he hit most like head on like they hit they, the track from what I hear the start straight the start straight of the practice track and one of the corners kind of uh, Tom was on the outside of the start straight and the corner that was part of the track, the lines were just getting pushed wider and wider and wider. And they hit head on, didn't they? Because someone else but, told me yeah. that they got landed on, but that's no, not no, true. Tom, Tom did, mo- he did, his, he did his moto. He yeah. was on the track. Okay. And most like did starts. And, and like you say, they, they moved over to that way and the track got pushed wider for whatever reason. Yeah. And, but yeah, normally the guys who do the motos or who are on the main track, they shouldn't watch out. Yeah. If you do starts, you you need to be cautious, of course. And some somebody didn't pay attention, looks like, and uh, yeah, they hit each other head on. He said, "I saw something coming," and it made already boom. So, is Majora looking like? Are you um, optimistic for Majora, or is it quite? Uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, to be honest, it looked really horrible, swollen on Thursday, yeah. and then Friday seeing him here, it looked quite good. And also yesterday went down again, and uh, but today after a little bit of riding, the swelling came back. Wow. Not as drastic as before, so I think every day it improves, yeah. and maybe also the pain goes back down every day. And like I said, we need to have another look on it, and uh, hopefully he can come back mature. Otherwise, to make a big damage, maybe then also call that one off, yeah. and and see then there's a weekend off anyhow, and, and I think he can heal up till uh, Austin, but. I hope. I still have high hopes we can come back for Majora, obviously not to lose that many points. And uh, yeah, it's just, for him it was a big bummer. I mean, leading the championship, have the red plate and riding so well in Russia and then something like this happens. What is not even your own fault? So that put him quite down. Yeah, if he misses just this weekend, it's not that big a deal. Like uh, 2019, Prado did exactly the same thing. This was round two, he missed it. Yeah, he did it, Jeffrey missed one time, uh, I think it was Brazil. Yep. He couldn't ride because of collarbone, something like that. It happened before, so you still can win championships with missing a round or two, but of course the challenge is higher then. <laughs> and uh, your other MX2 rider, Rene, I'm a Rene believer. Like I think a lot of people see he's Austrian and they're like, oh yeah, KTM like him because he's Austrian. He's. I think he's got a lot of potential, and we saw it today. Like, okay, first moto went terribly results-wise, yeah. but you could see the speed was there. And then second moto, the speed, the fight he had. I think he's going to be really good quite quickly. No, it was really good to see. Like you say, first one was a bummer. He his start wasn't good. He got pushed around, and then coming through the midfield there, but little stupid crash. We don't know what really happened because uh, the cable yeah. from his starter button was was complete cut like from a side cutter not from from a stone or something so i don't know when he fell if he hit another bike or yeah. some, whatever happened because it's like a sharp cut it's not a rip yeah so we've been here like huh, what's that so that's why he didn't start okay so he lost nearly a lap uh but like you say then once he got lapped he tried to hang with the boys and he could and for second one he was he was in a good mood and said yeah just get a start now and i'm gonna enjoy myself out there and and he did 
and even he fade a little bit and uh, Maxime Renault passed him but he he showed the uh, spirit is there and I pass you back and <laughs> it was a it was a nice race and it was a, it was a good fight and it was nice to see and uh, like you say he's he doesn't have a talent of Jorge Prado or, or even Tom but he's a hard worker yeah. you know and and he has a big heart and uh, like you say he he showed last year already in his first race here Unbelievable speed, and uh, today again, and uh, no, he can come far. Yeah. You know how every rider has that one race early on in their career where the switch flicks, and they're like, "Oh, I can do this." Like, I'm not; these aren't big names. I can run with these guys. I feel like today was that for Rene. I feel like going forward now, he'll sit on that start line, no matter what track it is, and he'll go, "I can beat any of these guys. I've, I've proven it to myself now." Yeah, it's it's good for his head. He need to believe himself. Yeah. He has it, and yeah, he showed not the first time. If he's hanging with the fast guys, he, he it's not just for a lap or two. You know, he can even challenge them, and uh, that's the most important thing. He need to learn this and that a bit. Like also when uh, Renault passed him, he showed him looks like he slides a bit, and then uh, he closed the gap again. And uh, he's learning quick, and uh, the speed is there, and he's 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 a hard worker. And he, like I say, I think he can go far. I can't believe we've done this, gone this long in an interview and not mentioned Jeffrey, but here we go. Um, <laughs> I just spoke to him and he mentioned how he's just a tick off with like intensity, aggression and all of that stuff. And he said how uh, he just needs to race more and that will come back. Do you think it's that or do you think it's maybe a bit just in his head? Like I mentioned to him, I said, I feel like one of these weeks, next week, Oss, you'll go 1-1, you'll win a moto and then that'll be it. You'll, you'll be back to the Jeffrey Hurlings, the fighter kind of guy. He's missing a bit the intensity, yes. That like when you watch him riding now, it looks a bit like yeah, it's a practice, practice moto. Let's put it that way. Um, I don't think he's scared. It's for sure deep in his head. Still, he come a long way since last year, uh, Fainza and injury like this. It it it's hard to digest, I would say. But he needs a bit more time, and uh, it will come. Like you say, uh, once he wins his first GP, then for sure there's also the. The switch is on again, and uh, but second podium in a row, so nothing's wrong. You know, I mean, he's just building up constantly, and he's on a good way, and no risk. I don't see any funny stuff out there from him, pushing too hard and, and having scary moments. No, he's he's coming. It's funny. I said the same to him. Like two podiums to start the season, his whole career. Everyone who wants to talk on the internet or say bad things about him, they're like, he just needs to be consistent. He just needs to take podiums. Then he does it. And everyone's saying, well, why isn't he winning? What's wrong? What's happening? Like, the poor guy just can't win. Like, no matter what he does, people are just going to say bad things about him. No, it's like they miss the crazy Jeffrey who, who goes like in, in no time from, from zero, like, let's say from 15 yeah. to, I don't know, second place. But that guy is not there anymore. And in this class also, it's not given. <laughs> I mean, other people try and, and they fail. And uh, no, you need to work, work like really hard to get up through the ranks and... Everybody's fighting hard and has have like wide shoulders lately. And no, speed is high, I would say. And, and oh, you saw today. I mean, uh, Tony surprised everybody again. And, and Jeffrey also said, "Man, in his age, uh, big respect. Uh, he's uh, oh, he's beating me, but uh, you know th- that's that's a goal for me to beat him back. And no, it's it's nice to see. And, and yeah, Jeffrey will be back. Don't worry. I actually said this to Jeffrey. Uh, and it might be interesting to ask you as well obviously 2018 was ridiculous I imagine that probably no one will ever get to that level again that he was at like that was just ridiculous but also 
he basically killed himself to get to that level. Like, he wasn't happy. He looked like he was dying. And I said to him, like, if I told you you could go back to that now, but you'd have to be on that same level of just miserableness, like, would you go back there? Or would you take where you are now, where you're happier, you're enjoying yourself, and um, you're on the podium and you're just in the mix, but you're not this ridiculous... Like, I can't even put into words what he was at you. <laughs> um, from your side... No, he had a bit like the ghost ghost style, let's say. <laughs> no, he pushed himself and his body to the limit, 100%. But from your side, I guess you'd rather have the Jeffrey now as well, who is happy, who's enjoying his riding, who, like, isn't crazy and doing crazy things, is a bit smarter with his head. Like, it's got to be more... I don't know. I don't know what you'd say, but... I'd imagine the Jeffrey now, who you know, kind of know you can rely on because you know he's thinking and you know he's smart. Like I don't know. I'd imagine that you'd like you like him. You'd say that you like the Jeffrey now more than the one who killed himself in 2018. No, the thing is, like we worked for years on that. You know that he don't need to win every single race, yeah. and he started to work also on it. And last year you could see he had the same approach, but the sad thing is he didn't get rewarded. You know, so yeah, either right and I nearly kill myself and I win. And now I do what like like everybody else tells me to do. Don't win every race, just be consistent. Uh, but I don't get a reward. I'm always hurt. So what's the difference? And that's frustrating, of course. But like now, it's it settles. He's also getting older, a little bit mature, and another season under the belt, and another injury taken away. Luckily, he he will be consistent all year long. You will see, and they will the speed will pick up and. I think he gets a reward finally, and uh, I hope. I hope so. I mean, we all hope. He he works as hard as as all the other guys, even harder, I guess. And another setback would just not be fair, you know. So, <laughs> no, I I really wish that it works out finally, and he sees also you can win a title, uh, just being consistent and enjoying yourself, and don't kill your body and and, and all the fun out of it. Exactly. Uh, this has been a long interview, but first one of the year, so it's special. Uh, one more question. Uh, <laughs> This is round two, it's early in the season, but it's also July. So from your perspective as a team manager, I'd imagine you're already doing deals for 2022, or at least talking to people, but it's round two. Like, it's quite a weird dynamic this year because you've seen nothing really, nice. but yet you've got to make plans for next year off of a hunch. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's everything. I mean, you know, like normally you also, towards this is the time of year you start... Yeah little testing already for next year but now we just can't you're week in week out you're at the races and uh, it's a completely different schedule and, and I don't know how it will be if, because if we switch back to normal that we start in February then uh, everybody will have a problem because you just run out of time I mean last race is beginning December yeah. and w- what do we do second Christmas day we, <laughs> we're in Lommel or well, I don't know like you know but no, we need to see. We need to see, and like you say, also for for rider negotiations, you can't pick really yeah. anybody yet because you don't you didn't see a performance. It's round two, and people are still developing in a weird year again. And yeah, it will take more time. Everything will be a bit later for sure. Okay, I'm Mattia Gordonini, MXGP of Great Britain. Look, it was a brilliant day. There's no, there's nothing to be sad about. Everything went ridiculously well big step up from russia i'd imagine you're really happy right now yeah i'm so so happy about this day uh russia was not so bad for me because uh i i saw that my speed was pretty good obviously with two best side was difficult but today i didn't have the best uh, time in qualifying but then uh, i had two good starts then first race uh, i was uh, in the top five 
fighting then for uh, for the second place and then finished fourth, closer to the first place. So it was good. I had good feeling with the bike, also the the track. I really enjoy ride, riding here and uh, had a lot of fun. And then in the second race, I tried my best in the start. I was second, then uh, quickly passed for the lead in the first lap, and then just managed to. Uh, take a good gap and uh, riding as good as I can, having fun. Uh, the track was amazing. Uh, it's it was just too good, and then uh, yeah, just focusing on myself, trying to be constant, and uh, yeah, just managed to to win the race, and uh, I'm really happy about the race win and also my first podium. So uh, it's so nice. I'd imagine that after the first moto, you had a lot of confidence because the last five laps of the first moto, your speed was really high. So I'd imagine that gave you confidence going into moto too. Yeah, sure. I also did the best lap of the race, so uh, I I was feeling really good. Also in the last few laps, I uh, was pushing to go in front, then uh, finish four, but it was good. And also, uh, as you say, they give me a lot of confidence coming in race two. So uh, I started race two with the goal to be in front and uh, tried my best and uh, yeah that uh, was like what I did so it's good <laughs> obviously you had a bit of a gap the entire second moto um, but did you feel any pressure obviously it was going to be your first race win so that's a big deal <laughs> so did you manage to stay quite calm yeah I, I tried to focus it on myself uh, because uh, it was better like this than <laughs> not think about anything uh, of course it was my first uh, uh, moto leading in the MX2 and uh, the pressure was uh, was there but uh, I just uh, tried to focus it on myself uh, take it like a training and uh, do my best uh, trying to focus on uh, the flow riding uh, smooth and uh, take no risk and uh, yeah just uh, so in the last few laps I think I was okay, I had a good gap so I slowed down a bit and uh, managed to, to, to finish first and uh, I'm so so happy are you surprised that you've already won a moto and it's round two? Like, did you expect to be this good straight away? Uh, no, uh, honestly, no. I just, my goal was to to do better and better every GP, and uh, of course, uh, always giving my best. But uh, yeah, it's just the second race, just the second GP, and uh, of course, uh, in Russia, I saw my speed was already good to be in the top five, and then uh, today I. I What's really really good and uh, just push it uh, as I can do and uh, yeah maybe not for the race win but uh, I felt like I was strong and uh, I could be in the top so uh, yeah uh, I'm a bit surprised but it feels so good. <laughs> How's it been uh, being on a factory team? Obviously you've got Tony and Prado so that's good people to be around but has there been much pressure being on a factory team or does it feel like home to you? Uh, no, not really pressure because uh, we are. They are all calm. They're not putting pressure on me. Just uh, uh, they want me to do my best. And uh, of course, I have to learn a lot. And uh, having also Tony and Orge as teammates uh, helped me a lot to improve during the training. And uh, I, we push each other. And we are we train all, always together. So. Uh, I had uh, them that they are I think two on the, one or uh, two of the best riding in the world so uh, 
I can learn a lot from them and uh, yeah I think uh, I'm the best place to improve myself and uh, I will do my best uh, to work out and uh, with them so uh, being on a factory team means a lot more testing which is obviously something new to you uh, how are you at testing are you do you still need to get a little bit better at it, or are you quite good? No, I'm a disaster. <laughs> I, to be honest, honest, I I'm not good at tester. I don't feel anything. I just yeah, like uh, most of the rider had the good feeling, uh, but I I just uh, ride with with uh, what I have. So uh, I, I yeah, I'm trying to, but uh, it's not so easy for me because. In the last few years, I didn't test so much, so I just take the bike that I have and did the best with them, with it. So, uh, yeah, but I have to learn, so we are working on also on that, for sure. <laughs> and uh, last thing, now that you've won so early in the season, what does that do for your expectations through the rest of the year? Like, what, are your, what, would, your, what would you be happy with uh, when the final round finishes? Uh, yeah, my goal was to be in the top three of the championship uh, the, before the start of the season. And uh, but of course, I didn't have any uh, real expectation because I I didn't really know what what was my uh, my speed. And uh, yeah, but then in the first few races, uh, in the first race, I saw that uh, it was possible. And today, I know it uh, also better. So. Uh, I think I just want to do my best every race and uh, don't look at the championship or stuff like that and uh, just uh, have fun, do my best and uh, for the first season uh, it will be good to be in the top three of the championship for sure. Uh, do you think, now that you've won an MX2 moto, do you think that your subscriptions on YouTube are going to go up a lot? Is that what you're <laughs> hoping for? <laughs> I hope too, but it's not so easy for me now to do also the YouTube uh, stuff and uh, yeah, for sure, it's nice. I, I really like it. Uh, also, editing video. I have uh, an Instagram page where I try to do some edit. But uh, oh yeah, you want to? When you retire from racing, you're gonna want to be the MX Vice video guy. <laughs> we already know you're coming for that job. <laughs> yeah, it's my second dream uh, <laughs> from being the champ with world championship, and then the second is to be there. So uh, I'm working also for that, and I uh, really enjoy doing some funny things like that. And uh, yeah. For sure, we're looking forward for the future. <laughs> Jed Beaton, MXGP of Great Britain. The day obviously sucked from a results point of view. You crashed. Like, none of that is good. But you got a good start. That's I don't even know if you've ever had one of those. That's good. And to pull off an eighth in the second moto, considering where you were in moto one, like I feel like there's at least... You can kind of sit back and go, okay, shit situation. I made something from it, though. Yeah, of course. Like it's obviously not not the way I wanted to to have the day go. You know, I, the first lap I did today, I felt quite good on the track. So, um, yeah, I really like this track. I always have. So, yeah, I was kind of expecting a good day. Um, yeah, got off to a really good start in the first one. Almost almost took the whole shot. Like, so it was uh, yeah really good. Um, and then yeah, I was I. The first couple of turns, the track was really wet, so I went back to about fourth, I think it was, and then um, yeah, I sat there for a bit. But I was just trying to wait for the track to dry out a little bit, and then after it was good, I was going to try to lay some some good laps down to catch the guys in front. But yeah, obviously it didn't plan out, and uh, yeah, went down pretty hard and smacked my head. Um, 
<laughs> half I got up and half a lap later I just fell over riding as well. So um, before the triple triple I just fell over in the berm. So um, yeah, obviously wasn't wasn't all there, but um, yeah, all in all I come back in and yeah I was hurting a bit. So um, yeah, obviously the second motor was a question mark or not, but no I felt like I was good enough to be able to ride and yeah just took a couple of painkillers and set out for the second one so um yeah did a little bit of damage control obviously it is a very long season but it's not the point where you want to be at at the moment when you you put in such a long off season and such hard work to to be getting the results I am I, I feel like it's uh it's not what I work for but uh, I'm sure I'm just going to keep working away and I'm sure they'll come how did you um, crash on that downhill? Because like, all the years we've been coming here, I don't think anyone's really crashed coming down there, apart from washing the front. But there was you, there was a few other guys, so like, what was different? I don't know. The, the, obviously, this year, they were, like, they were expecting a lot of rain, so they didn't rip the track uh, anywhere near as deep. So I feel like the track was faster today than normally what it is. Um, and then, yeah, just going down them hills, it had... I don't know, they mixed something in with the soil as well. Yeah, wood chip. Yeah. They put wood chip the whole way around. Okay, and then that made the the track a little bit harder as well. So, in a way, the bumps were forming a little bit differently and stuff. So, um, yeah, I just come down the hill. I was doing the same thing every lap. Then I must have just clipped it a little bit harder or a little bit the wrong way compared to what I was. And then, yeah, before I knew it, I was just... Headbutting head the ground, I was, it sort of caught me by surprise. So, um, honestly, I don't really have much to say about it. I was really surprised. You were coming on strong, like just before the, like, no joke, about 20 seconds before you crashed, I tweeted, Beaton's coming on really strong here. This, like, this is something to watch. Like, you were clearly feeling it, you were clearly going good. Like, you must have, maybe you're too comfortable, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, you know, I was, I sort of had a plan in my head that I was going to wait for the track to be good, and then I was, I could see Renault, he was there, and he wasn't so far away, uh, and then, yeah, the two guys in front of me, they were literally just battling each other, I could catch them while they were trying to block past each other and stuff, so, I felt like I was in a really good position, and, and, honestly, I just started trying to push, and, and get on them guys, or, or try and take advantage if they made a mistake together, to try and get them both at the same time, but... Honestly, like I said, I had no idea. It just come from nowhere, and I, I don't know. I just clipped that. There was like this one sharp bump at the bottom, and I was normally jumping from the top of the hill before it, like over it. So I must have not jumped as far and like clipped it really hard, and then it just threw me into the ground. But yeah, I think in the end, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad I wasn't expecting it because I, I literally just hit my head, and then just like. Yeah, nothing else happened. I know if I was like expecting it, maybe it, yeah, you make make a more serious injury. But um, yeah, I'm glad I could just line up for the second one and, and get some points. Uh, two more quick little things. If I'd come in between motos, I'm guessing it was a real like. What was the chances of you not riding? And I'm guessing if I'd said to you, oh, you'll get an eighth, you would have been like, not a chance. Uh, yes and no. It's 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 difficult for me. I'm always going to try and ride no matter what so uh, even when I'm told I'm, I probably shouldn't ride I'm going to try you've got a high um, high pain threshold haven't you <laughs> yeah I guess so you, you could call it that but um, honestly I just I don't know I want to go out there and, and do my job and, and make myself proud a little bit instead of uh, yeah just riding or, or packing it up when you're a little bit sore it's uh, this is what I'm paid to do if I can if I can ride I'll ride and, and even if it isn't to the best of my ability I'll still give it 100% um, so, 
in the end I felt like that eighth was still 100% like it was one of the toughest races that I've done for a while because uh, obviously smacking my head so hard the just the the feeling in my head in the second race after like 10 minutes of riding it wasn't wasn't uh, the best but yeah I just tried to make the most out of it and, and score some points and uh, last thing two rounds in there have been some crashes just kind of out of your control stuff it's been up and down but the one thing you can kind of fall back on is both races the speed's been really good yeah yeah that's what I mean that's why I'm a little bit disappointed you know it's um I feel like the speed's there and I can battle the guys that are at the front and and honestly I feel like I can I'm a top guy but just in the end it's stupid little mistakes or, or being caught up in the wrong shit that that keeps getting me so um Honestly, like I thought I was in a really good position in the first moto just because of the good start and it, and it felt nice to be in the clean air and and being able to move around on the track a little bit, um, ha- like having a good start compared to being the mid-pack. So, um, yeah, I, I really don't know what to say, to be honest. It was, um, yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, if I went back and did it again, I'd probably do the exact same thing, you know. I was doing the same same lap, same line, everything. So, I don't know. Honestly, maybe I, I needed to go a little bit further and then I wouldn't have clipped it. But, yeah, I honestly couldn't even tell you what happened. It all happened just in the blink of an eye.